Welcome to All Shall Be Well, a conversation hosted by InterVarsity's women in the academy and professions, giving voice to women seeking to live fully into their God-given callings and be a redeeming influence, whether in the university or beyond. Thank you for joining us for All Shall Be Well, conversations with women in the academy and beyond. In these disorienting times, the Women in the Academy and Professions team wanted to offer some words of hope and peace to our community through this podcast. This is Caroline Trisick, and for our final episode in our Words of Hope series, we wanted to offer a brief podcast on a few ways to cope with overwhelming feelings of anxiety during this time. In addition to my role with Women in the Academy and Professions, I am also finishing up the final days of completing my master's degree in clinical mental health counseling. For my internships this academic year, I have been serving as a graduate-level counselor at a college counseling center. The other two interns and I created a series of six podcasts on anxiety management, and I wanted to offer one of those episodes here as well. While these tips offer a clinically-based approach rather than a faith-based one, you may also choose to invite Jesus to be with you as you listen and engage in the exercises. I hope you find it beneficial as we navigate these times together. This podcast is not intended to replace actual counseling, so if you find yourself experiencing symptoms of anxiety or depression that are impeding your life socially, academically, or occupationally, or in any other way, please contact a counselor near you. My name is Caroline Trisick, and I am a graduate-level counselor, and in this episode, I would like to offer three grounding techniques for when you are experiencing anxiety or other overwhelming emotions. The first one is a sensory grounding technique. When you are feeling overly anxious or experiencing overwhelming emotions, there are multiple things that you can do to calm and ground yourself to be more present in the here and now. I'll take a few minutes to walk you through three different techniques that may be helpful. The first one is a sensory grounding technique. Sometimes people like to call it 54321. Essentially, you're engaging each of your senses to kind of ground you in the present to slow your mind and body down. First, you're going to take a moment to notice five things you can see around you, anything you might see. For example, in the room I am in, I notice books on the shelf. I take a minute to notice the colors of the binding, the color of the chair I am sitting in, a painting on the wall. I notice the colors within that painting and the ways that they interact with one another. Essentially, you just want to take a minute and spend time noticing each of those five things that you can see. Next, you're going to take a moment to notice four things that you can touch and then actually touch those objects. This could be the chair you are sitting in, feeling the fabric on it. Maybe you have a cat or a dog nearby. Spend a moment petting the cat or dog. Or maybe there's a soft blanket or a childhood stuffed animal or something that you can physically touch with your hands. Find four items and interact with them, engaging that tactile sense. Next, you're going to notice three things that you can hear. So spend a minute listening closely. Maybe it's the sound of the heater, or maybe it's the sound of my voice, or the sound of your own voice if you speak out loud. So notice three things that you can hear in your environment. Next, you want to notice two things that you can smell. Maybe you don't have anything in the space that you're in that is very fragrant, but even small smells like noticing the smell of the fabric on your clothes. Perhaps you can smell the laundry detergent in there. If you need to get up and walk around and look for something to smell, maybe a piece of food 
or a candle nearby. And then finally, you're going to look for one thing that you can taste. This might be a mint or a cup of coffee or other beverage. Even a sip of water engages with that sense of taste. If you have nothing around you, let's say you're in a space where there's nothing that you can access to taste, even just noticing the taste in your own mouth can help you kind of give you that moment of noticing. It's an engaging in each of these senses that helps slow your mind and body down and ground you in the here and now. So again, that's five, four, three, two, one sensory grounding. You want to take a moment to notice five things you can see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. Another way of helping bring calm to your mind and body in the midst of anxiety is to visualize a a peaceful place or memory of an experience of joy. In the same way, if I invited you to imagine eating Sour Patch Kids or sucking on a lemon, you may begin to feel your cheeks tighten and nearly taste the sour flavor in your mouth. In that same way, our brains can also bring physiological response when remembering a moment of joy or peace. You might think of a time when you felt the most safe or comfortable in your life. Imagine who is with you. Imagine what you were eating what fragrance you smell, what you heard during that time. Maybe there was music or birds or ocean waves or other sounds. Maybe the sound of the voice of the person that you were with. Remember what you felt in your body at that time. Spend some time imagining this scene and remembering all of the senses that you experienced in that time. You can then train your brain that when you begin to feel anxious, to go back to this place of peace, safety, and calm. Sometimes it can be helpful to choose an object to hold when imagining this peaceful place, like a small rock or a sacred object. You can practice this visualization while you are holding the object when you're already calm. And then when you are feeling anxious, holding the object may help bring you back to your place of peace. Another way to help calm yourself in the midst of feeling out of control or anxious is just simply naming and processing your emotions. Feelings are important. They are not to be judged, but are helpful in letting us know what's going on for us. And sometimes when we have unexpected emotions, we can feel out of control. We feel like we need to be able to control our emotions, but actually emotions are like little flags letting us know that something's going on for us. And sometimes just being able to identify what we're feeling and to give it a name can help us feel empowered. So here's something you can try that's adapted from therapist Hilary McBride. First, you're going to pause and identify what it is that you're feeling to give it a name. If you're stuck and maybe don't have a huge emotional vocabulary, you can do an online search for an image of a feelings wheel, which is basically a colorful pie-shaped chart with an assortment of feelings listed. This can be helpful for identifying what emotion you're experiencing. Like I said before, just being able to put a word to and name the feeling can be empowering. Second step is you're going to locate the feeling as a sensation that is moving through your body. Where are you feeling it in your body? Where is it showing up for you? And third, then track that feeling. Sit with it and notice it. Kind of like watching a wave on the ocean or clouds in the sky. I also sometimes like to imagine this feeling then leaving my body and filling up like a helium balloon. Often assign a color or shape to it, allowing myself to name it and to hold on to it as long as I need to. And then to release it. So feelings invite us to notice what matters to us. So you can ask yourself what the feeling might be telling you about what is important to you. In the same way, you might ask a friend who is with you and, and 
experiencing a strong emotion, either crying or anger, you might ask them what's going on for them. In the same way, have that same amount of self-compassion towards yourself and to notice what's going on, to not feel guilt or shame about what you're experiencing, but to allow yourself to feel what you feel and to let it move through you. Some people like to call it completing the cycle, letting yourself feel the emotion to its full capacity until it concludes. Our feelings won't last forever. They're all temporary. So allowing yourself to kind of lean into the feeling, to name it, to hold it. Next, you want to ask yourself if the feeling needs to be expressed in some way. This could be through movement, creative expression, or words. Sometimes when people feel angry, it can be really helpful to gather chunks of ice and throw it against a wall just to be able to express it in some powerful way. This could be, again, through creative expression, maybe painting, singing, dance, or words. Sometimes just sitting down and journaling your feelings can be really beneficial. Again, and going back to the helium balloon metaphor that I like to use, I sometimes like to imagine myself holding that balloon and then releasing it, letting it go. So sometimes I imagine myself holding onto it, letting myself experience what it is that I feel, and then releasing it, letting it go. And finally, you want to provide comfort or or some sort of soothing for yourself. This can be done by putting your hand on your chest, taking a deep breath, or offering a kind word to yourself. Maybe it's having a cup of tea or other warm beverage. Maybe it's listening to a comforting song or a number of other ways that you might care for yourself. I hope these tips were helpful as you consider the ways that you might be able to ground yourself in the midst of anxiety or overwhelming emotions. Thank you for joining us for this episode of All Shall Be Well, Conversations with Women in the Academy and Beyond. This has been a production of Women in the Academy and Professions, a focused ministry initiative of InterVarsity Christian Fellowship USA. Thank you for joining our conversation as we engage in faith and life together. We'd love to hear your feedback. To share your thoughts or to learn more about who we are or the resources and connections we provide, we invite you to visit us at our online gathering place, The Well. You can find us at thewell.intraversity.org.